On this podcast clip, I had my good friend Graham Stefan on the show, and he talked about how much work and effort he has put into building his YouTube channel. If you're looking to start creating content for your business or for your personal brand, this is going to be a really good section for you to analyze for somebody who has done it better than almost anybody. But on top of that, we talk about the differences between how he likes to create content and build his team versus how I like to create content and distribute myself. So I think you're going to learn a ton in this. Jump to the clip. Dude, man, like, I just want to say, first off, on on air, you know, seeing your success drastically made me want to get into YouTube. You know, mm-hmm. I started last year during the pandemic, and uh, you know, I'd never heard of you. I see one of your videos, and then you're like, "Man, you know, uh, I'm over here making this amount of money." Which on video was it? Was it that video? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just one of these. You know, how much I make per month? Oh, it must have been how much I make with two million subscribers. I'm so, yeah, guessing probably it was probably that. around the time I posted that. Yeah, and I was like, "Huh, I want like," because people were like, "You should get on YouTube," and I'm like, "Dude, YouTube's stupid. Like, what? Why would I? I'm re- busy running businesses?" And then uh, I watched your video and I go, nope, YouTube is not <laughs> stupid. Like that is crazy. Yeah. So that's awesome, dude. And then to see what, you know, about a year and a half later, you know, almost double the subscribers yeah. and um, you're branching out into other things like businesses. And uh, it's been cool, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone who has seen that video is all of a sudden like, I want to make YouTube videos now. Dude, it's, it's I was one of those wild. guys. Yeah. Yeah. I've had so many people texting me too. Even just old real estate colleagues. That they saw that video or they saw one of those videos or they saw like the CNBC millennial money. Right. And all of them are like, hey, uh, so if I start a YouTube channel, I'm like, it's not that easy. <laughs> and and no. very few people who have actually reached out have ever even posted a video. So I think it goes like they they underestimate the amount of work. They think, oh, I just post videos and I'll make uh, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. But oh, gosh, it's, it's way a grind. Than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'll say like I studied uh, before I started posting, like I knew I'm like, dude. Building a channel with millions of subs ain't easy. You know, it took you years and that was fast compared to everyone else, right? Like, and I'm just like, man, okay, if I'm going to do this, I need to treat it like a business. I need to study the craft of what being a YouTuber is, not just, I think most people, they go buy a camera and then just start talking without any kind of research or anything else. So I actually took your course, um, which was very helpful. And it's funny because at the time I remember taking it, and when you made that course, you might've had like 300,000 subs yeah. or something. And, uh, to see your video of like, Hey, I got 2 million subs. I'm like, okay, whatever he's telling me at 300,000 definitely applies to get to. Yeah. 2 that million. was, that's, that was the thing that a lot of people, uh, I don't want to say they complained about it, but they mentioned, uh, because I made that program. I think it was like, yeah, about two years ago, I was 300,000 subscribers. And I laid out my blueprint. And in those videos, I'm like, I'm at 300,000 subscribers now. And people are like, well, it, it's not going to work anymore because now you have three and a half. I'm like, I've been doing the same thing. And that's why people are shocked to hear that Like, I still have the, the same equipment. Uh, until recently, it was just me. And uh, I've done everything on the main channel. I mean, that's just 100% just been myself. Like, nothing has changed. Right. And so that's why it's like when the income goes up, my workload doesn't go up. I've the same thing today as I did four years ago, except yeah. now I'm getting more views. It's the only difference. So everything that I said in that video is still true today. It's just, it doesn't change. Well, yeah. And I tell yeah. people that too, like at the end of the day, the most successful people just, there's no secret. Like they just do the same thing consistently over and over yeah. again. Like you don't miss videos, you know, like you get a video, you get all your videos out always on schedule. Mm. You've been doing that for the last, what, four years. It'll be five years. Five December years. December 26th, it'll be five years. Yeah, and there's no secret yeah. to that. It's just like, dude, you were disciplined to putting it out five years straight, 
you know, not missing a beat. And in the early stages when you didn't know if it was going to be a career or anything, you just stuck with it, right? I like, loved it. It was yeah. fun. It was like, uh, it would be like going to the gym. It's just, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So for me, it was, uh, I was going to do it regardless. Right. So it didn't it matter money if I was great. making money. Yeah, yeah. And then the moment it started making money, it's like, hey, maybe I should uh, like really make this another level, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, no, I thought the course was great. Um, and like you said, it doesn't matter how many subs you had at the time. Like all the same principles still apply, yep. you know, <laughs> create a good title, create a good thumbnail, be quick to, you know, get them in the hook. And yep. it's not rocket science. It's just figuring out your voice and, you know, how to create great topics. Yeah. Especially in the beginning, SEO is so important. And that, I mean, of course it changes a little bit here and there, but overall it's like, if you want to rank for real estate, the same principles apply to rank for real estate, but you got to make your video a little bit better than everyone else's. So I've always just taken the approach that you watch everyone else, you type in real estate, what are the top 10 results? Watch their videos and then make yours even better. Right. So that when someone clicks yours, they're going to watch for longer. They're going to subscribe. They're going to like the video. They're going to engage with it uh, and keep doing that. Yeah. My take has always been, and tell me if you agree or not, is like you obviously, if you're coming up in YouTube, and this was true for me, like you don't want to try and do what, you know, you do or, or Kevin does, or, you know, one of these other guys, like, it's great to watch their videos and learn, but you know, if you're going to try and make the same exact content, they're just going to watch you. Like, what's the point of watching some new guy who has no, you know, following yet or anything else. So it's like, I think if you're going to get in the space, whether your niche is real estate or stocks or, you know, any niche, you have to be like different in some way. Do you agree? Yes and no. Uh, so it's complicated for me because I feel like when I first started, there was, there's nobody in the finance space. And I got in thinking I was too late that YouTube is already saturated, but I was like, well, there's not a lot of finance content. So like, maybe that could, you know, I could just talk about that and uh, I'll be able to stand out because maybe there are like five people making videos on, on finance. That was it. Right. Uh, the big guys were like Ty Lopez and Grant Cardone. Those were the only uh, finance guys uh, that had any sort of following Gary V kind of, but his was more of like the hustle entrepreneur. Uh, for real estate, it was only Grant Cardone. Patrick bet David a little bit. Um, but that was really it. I mean, there were a few big guys on there with like big teams. And so my approach was, well, I'm going to take the opposite of that. I'm just a guy making videos for fun. I don't have a business. I have nothing to sell. It's just right. it's what I enjoy talking about. And that uh, there's only a few people on YouTube at the time that were doing that. Now it's, I see the people who basically just take my video copy it but they don't do as good of a job on it and so those videos just never take off right. but i've also seen channels gain a lot of success like a ton of success um sometimes even they get even more views than my videos do right and i'm not going to call anybody out but they'll basically take my video paraphrase the entire thing <laughs> take the almost the exact title almost the exact uh, thumbnail except with their face on it <laughs> and their videos will do better than the videos that I did. And their content is like almost the same thing. Mm. Uh, but that's just the nature of YouTube. So it's like, I look at that and I'm like, I don't like, you know, hate on it, but I look at that and be like, how did, how did that video do better? Is, yeah. Did that, do they have better watch time? Uh, was this appealing to their audience a little bit more? Did they make it funnier? Uh, so I watched those videos and I'm like, well, maybe I could remake mine. <laughs> do mine a little bit better. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like it's it. it's possible, but like if you take inspiration from someone else's video, you have to make it better because otherwise then it's just you're wasting your time. Right. One thing that I'm curious about 
for your transition as uh, you know time continues to go on is like at what point do you think you'll start delegating more you know and because I know you still do like almost everything yourself um, I know you got Jack and Alex now who are fantastic mm-hmm. and that's allowed you to grow and get more time back but like do you ever see yourself being less attached no I doubt it I've uh I've been training Alex now to edit my main channel videos. Yeah. So uh, for the last month, I've I've edited all the videos myself, but then I've paid him to edit the videos too. Just to compare. And then, and then we compare side by side to see his edits versus mine, and we try to get them as similar as possible. So now he's started to edit my main channel videos. And, uh, you know, that's freeing up, I don't know, 15 hours a week. It's a lot. I would say. Yeah, it is. It is. So that's allowed me to like do stuff like this um because alex is editing a video that might post today right now so it's it's nice but uh i i i kind of miss having that like uh that bit where it's like me you know because the editing for me is really creative and i i just zone out um and just kind of go through the motions but you could add in your little funny bits here and there i still do that with (laughs) alex but it's not the same but Alex is able to put his own fun spin on things. Right. Uh, and You're like, I would that was say, good. Yeah. And I would mm-hmm. say that, I mean, we spend probably two hours. So he edits a video for eight hours and I'll spend another two hours with him going over it myself. You guys like, spend 10 hours editing one video. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh yeah. Yeah. His, his portion alone is eight hours. Uh, just, he has not gotten that down yet. Eventually he'll get good enough where he could do five hours, but uh, you know, going over it again and like every frame I'm like, that, take that a little bit shorter, make that a little longer. Sometimes we'll drop the audio and extend it into the next clip so it doesn't sound like too abrupt yeah. of a cut. We'll put pictures over certain things, and I'll put my take on things. So we, we really try to craft it and make it, like, perfect. Right. But um, I don't know. I, maybe eventually I'll get another <laughs> person. I it's, it's just minor things. Like, sometimes I just I forget a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Uh, so if I could like snap my fingers and just pay someone to like remember everything for me, I would. But then it's managing another person, and uh, then it's like, well, I may as well just do it at that point. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'll, I'll attest to Graham's forgetfulness. I'll text him, and then like I'll get a text back later, like two weeks later. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot know, about this. It sucks because uh, <laughs> I probably get like thirty to forty texts a day, and it's like, and when I pl- when I make the videos, I don't look at my phone. It's like yeah, I'm you're very in, you're in the zone. Strict about that. Uh, that the only people who get my attention really are like Jack, Macy, Alex, that's it. Like even, I hate to say it, like even my mom and dad, like they'll, they'll like text her and I'll do my best to get back to them. Right. But like, yeah, when I, when I'm during the week and I have to like get these videos out, like that, that's gotta be the priority. Like otherwise the video doesn't get done. Right. But so. I mean, at the end of the day, I, uh, for everyone listening, that is the level that it takes to be the best in your craft. You know, at the end of the day, like you've made it, you know, you don't have to continue being so meticulous. Like in my opinion, even if you spent two hours on a video, mm-hmm. you would still do extremely oh, well. No, but, no, no, but, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be more careful now. Well, because but my, I have to spend more time, but because so many people are watching. Well, I would just say like, my point is you've only gotten to where you're at because you care that much about it. Right. right? And so that you look at, the greatest athletes, you look at the greatest businesses. We were talking about Steve Jobs. He was famous for being so meticulous mm-hmm. about every little detail of it. And for you to be that meticulous about your craft, you know, your video is, you know, your craft. And, 
you know, every frame by frame, breaking it down, putting 10 hours still mm. into these videos when you could just cash it in at this point, right? Like that says a lot about why you got to where you're at. Yeah. So that's super cool, man. Yeah. I don't think I could ever outsource to that point where I could walk away or just like get a script every day and just like say the script and leave and like trust somebody, even all the, all the titles and thumbnails I do myself still. That's crazy. Every single one of them. Right. Uh, because it's got to be perfect. If, if there's any sort of <laughs> error on a title or thumbnail that's not perfect, there goes the entire video. It's like then it, the whole video is ruined. Right. So it's got to be perfect. Thanks for watching that clip from the Ryan Pineda Show. If you want to see the full interview, you can actually find it in the link below. Make sure you're also subscribed on both YouTube and Apple Podcasts.